Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Welcome to DC Collectors Radio, Episode 2. I'm your host, Ashley Wilbanks, and this has been a very slow DC Toys news week. Believe me, I have been searching high and low for news to post to the website, and it's just been really slow. I mean, this is something that is expected. We're in three weeks uh, past San Diego Comic-Con, and... Typically, the news slows down after San Diego Comic-Con. You know, you get that little lull before before the fall really hits. So you don't get you don't get much in the way of news. You do start to see the the pre-orders and the solicitations for things that you did see at San Diego Comic-Con. But news is kind of few and far between for the next few weeks. But we do have just a few things to talk about. That happened in the DC toy world this week. Uh, but before we get into our uh, comic reviews and movie, TV news, all that kind of good stuff, so let's start off with uh, one of the main things that happened this week, and that is Sideshow officially revealed the new Dooms- Doomsday makeup that they're doing. Now, this piece looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, it's very rare that I get to spend money on DC statues because they are so expensive. I mean, they range from anywhere from a hundred bucks to something in the DC collectibles market to over a thousand. If you go to the prime one studio, uh, target there, they're just super ridiculously priced right now. And I think I think what's happening is in the future you're going to see a slowdown in this because one because of the price of fossil fuels, the stuff that it takes to to make these pieces and and just the price tag just keeps skyrocketing. I mean, I know that they are for a certain collector set, those that have the disposable income to spend on these things, but is is getting just a tad over the top. Now, don't get me wrong, these things look absolutely fantastic. This Doomsday, for example, is just oh, he he would make a very very good display piece in in my collection. He's just too expensive. Um I I haven't seen the actual price on this one yet. Uh I think has, I don't even know if Sideshow has actually put it up for pre-order. But uh, a quick uh, little SideshowToy.com search will show if it's up or not. And it doesn't seem to be up on up at their site just yet. Well, there it is. It is. It's just not in the... Whoa. $1,250. 1250 smackaroonies. Wow. Like I said, it's a very nice piece. And it's, I would say it's one of, of the like ultimate versions 
of Doomsday that you would want to add to your collection. Now, Prime One Studios has, I don't know if they've already released it or it's already been solicited. They have one too. Tit for tat on these two because boy, do they both look just outstanding. I mean, you can't beat this. This uh, new Doomsday maquette from Sideshow features a couple of different interchangeable heads, one with the full-on Doomsday face, and then one with the slightly, where he still has the mask on and is torn almost in half, so he's still ripping away from, from the, uh, from, from the costume that he had on. Comes with a shredded Superman cape in his hand, and if, if you haven't seen it, I highly suggest you either go to Sideshow site or go to dccollectors.com and check this out because this piece is gorgeous. It's the, the final piece stands at 26 and a half inches tall, which according to my math, that's, uh, what, two, two feet, three inches, two feet. Yeah, almost two feet, three inches. So it's huge. It's a big, it's a big piece. Um, the artist behind this includes some of the, the normal people that you would see from a sideshow piece, including Martin Canal, uh, Richard Luong, Ian McDonald, Matt Mullen, uh, Chadwick Anderson, Casey Love, Tim Hansen, and of course the rest of the sideshow design and development team. And <laughs> the, the expected ship date on this one is May to July of next year. Uh, if you haven't seen it again, you need to really see it. The piece is just absolutely gorgeous. I mean, all the little bony, uh, sharp, bony, pointy things coming out of his shoulders and wrists and, and knees, they're all there and they look super detailed. I mean, you, with a $1,250 price tag, you expect this thing to be super detailed and it is. And, uh, speaking of super detailed pieces, uh, look no further than Prime One Studio. They also announced a Injustice 2 Black Manta statue. Uh, now this was on display at San Diego Comic-Con 2, along with an Aquaman, but the Aquaman hadn't been solicited yet, I don't think. Um, now, this is kind of weird because this one is a little bit cheaper than their normal fare. This one, Comes in two versions, the regular and the uh, exclusive version. The regular version is seven hundred and fifty bucks. The exclusive is seven hundred ninety nine, so right under eight hundred to, to make you feel better about buying it. Buying it, but uh, this one stands at thirty one inches tall. I just don't. That can't be right. That price because at thirty one inches tall, that that's even taller than the uh, the Doomsday maquette. But the Doomsday is a bigger body. Um, so there is more polystone and resin and 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 stuff that goes into building these things. But the Black Manta piece, again, is, is simply fantastic. You, if you're going to spend that much money, go ahead and go with something from Prime One Studio because they make absolutely fantastic statues. This this Black Manta piece comes with led illuminations in the eyes so you have that red eye look but if you hit a switch the thing lights up really bright red so it looks like he's uh fixing to shoot some lasers at you like you kind of like you saw in uh if you saw the aquaman trailer with with him uh trying to blast aquaman in that uh ancient looking desert city um this piece features a cool little shark 
he's standing. So he it, he's standing on some rock, but it also looks like he's coming out of the water, like like with his fist out, getting ready to punch Aquaman or or something. So you have uh, this rock base with water sculpted all around it, shooting up out of the out of the base of the statue, and his arm also has some water, which I don't particularly care for. Um, I, I understand why. From a design aspect, I understand why you you know you have to make him look wet, so he does have this water coming out of his fist there. Just uh, I don't really care for it. Other, I mean, it doesn't detract from this thing at all. The base includes, like I said, the shark. There's a manta ray. There's also an octopus on the base. I mean, <laughs> they really went all out for this. Now the exclusive version comes with a different helmet. And I'm guessing this is uh, like a secondary costume featured in Injustice 2 in the Injustice 2 video game. To be honest, I've only played that game for a few minutes. Um, I don't have the console version. I have the mobile app. I played it for a few minutes and uh, the mobile app is repetitive. Uh, Hurts my thumbs after playing for a little while. So I just like, ah, I'm not going to get Carpal Tunnel playing this game. So, not that I've dropped it, I just hadn't opened it up and, and played it in a while. I'll probably get back to playing it. Um, the exclusive version is limited to f- only 500 pieces. Now, the regular ver- version hadn't been determined yet, uh, so I'm assume- I-, I don't I don't know how many they will make for that. But if the exclusive is 500, then the regular edition will, at the very least, be double that. I would imagine. Um. There is no release date that I have seen on this one yet. Uh, it's probably sometime next year. Uh, usually it, it's, there's a six-month window from the time it's being solicited to the time it appears uh, to this ready to, to order. I don't even have pre-order links for, for this one just yet. But still, f- absolutely fantastic-looking piece. Uh, again, one of those that if you... If you're into those high-end collectible pieces, you will want to grab this Black Manta. And you'll want to grab the Doomsday that we talked about before. And just speaking of Prime 1 Studio, I have not seen a statue that they have released that I did not like. Those guys and gals at Prime 1 put so much into each piece that they do. There's so much detail. And uh, from a distance... I've never actually put my hands on one. Uh, they look absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And I've seen people's collections, you know, and, and this is what they do. They buy the Prime 1 stuff. And each piece is museum quality statue. I mean, that's all you can really say about it is is absolutely stunning. Each and every one of them that they produced. And um, thinking back on it, they've actually produced quite a few of these guys quite a few um so next up uh funko announced a specialty series superman pop this is the 80th anniversary superman pop and you can only find this at boutique retail shops specialty stores and local comic book shops and from qualified online retailers i don't know exactly what that means uh i don't I don't know if you'll be able to pick this one up at places like Entertainment Earth and and or Big Bad Toy Store. I 
just not sure how the specialty series works. I know I do. I know they're offered through previews because uh, I've seen them in comic book shops. I just don't know uh, where it, where these will be online. Um, this is uh, kind of a cool one. He's in a flight pose. You got the clear base that 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 comes up off the and has a little holder to come up off the base into. I'm assuming under his cape into his back or something to kind of hold him in place and give him that that flight look. Um, it's the classic Superman costume that you've come to know and love red trunks, red boots, red cape, uh, <clears throat> nice little spit curl in his hair in the front. It's a really nice looking pop and, uh, can't wait to get my hands on this one. This one comes out in the fall and I, I would say you can probably look to pay anywhere from, I would say 11 to 16 bucks for this one. Only reason that I'm, I'm going that high is because unfortunately some comic book shops are going to mark this one up just because they know there will be a demand for it. And sometimes you got to live with that, especially if you want this piece. Sometimes you have to pay the, the extra buck bucks, even though it may not be fair. I know. Some other news that just hit today is as of this recording is are the DC Multiverse Aquaman movie figures looks like they're starting to hit. Now, I was under the impression they would be out in stores sometime in the September October time frame because the movie doesn't hit till December. Um so it's kind of surprising to see these on eBay. Uh the only things the only three figures that I saw were Aquaman, Mera and Orm. But they are currently on on the eBay. Uh, there's an, a link to it on DCCollectors.com if you want to check those out. Um, but they they look fantastic. Packaging looks cool. I mean, looks just like uh has the same aesthetic as the rest of the DC Multiverse figures that they've recently released. Uh, the Aquaman figure, you get a, a nice in package look at these on, on the eBay page. Aquaman looks, oh, he looks absolutely crazy. And I'm saying crazy in a good way. That movie costume is just, I didn't even think that they would try and even do the orange and green costume, classic comic book costume. But James Wan did it. He nailed it. He took uh, the the movie vibe, movie uh look that they've been given their DCE DCEU characters and he 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 took the classic comic book Aquaman cost, costume and merged them together to give us something that's absolutely stunning. I uh, can't wait to see. You know, we haven't even seen this in trailers yet. We see regular old Aquaman that looks like he's from Justice League in the in the movie trailer and we haven't seen this, so I'm hoping this is not just like this is end of the movie last 10 minutes. He puts his costume on and now he's Aquaman. I hope he's in this a lot longer than that because he looks fantastic in it. And I can't wait to see it in live at live action on the screen. Of course, Mara, we've seen her in justice league. This looks very similar to her justice league costume. If not the same, I'm not sure. I'm not, you know, I'm sure there's some eagle eyed people out there who can say, Oh, well the belt is two inches shorter than the, the one in Justice League, ah, whatever. 
looks nice. Orm looks fantastic. I think James Wan did an excellent job in design in or his costuming department did an excellent job in designing these costumes for this movie. And I can't wait for this movie. I hope it uh, turns out. I, I just hope it's, uh, it goes bonkers at the box office because <laughs> this looks absolutely cool. Now, <clears throat> The eBay fi- the, these figures on eBay are fetching a premium right now, but they're buying now for thirty four ninety nine. So that you know you're you're not even doubling how much you're going to pay for these things at retail. Really, you're, you're almost doubling. Uh, I imagine they'll be nineteen ninety nine at Walmart. Um, maybe a little bit, maybe a few more dollars. I don't know, but uh, thirty four ninety nine. You just need to go ahead and buy it. Pull the trigger on it. And like I said, there were three of them, Aquaman, Mera, and Orm, or Ocean Master, on display, or on eBay. Now, another thing, uh, Entertainment Earth put up a pre-order for a Harley Quinn 3D light-up figure. Now, this was, uh, this is actually from Paladone, who, from what I can tell, you know, make collectible character lighting and i saw this back at toy fair 2018 they have a slew of these things coming not just harley quinn but you know superman batman aquaman joker they have a ton of them and harley quinn has now just gone up for pre-order it costs 14.99 and probably ship sometime around September. So we're just a little over a month or less than a month away from these actually being put in our hands. Um, it takes uh two triple a battery stands about four inches tall. So it's about the size of a uh, Funko pop. And it kind of gives you that Funko pop aesthetic too, because of the big round head, little body. Um, but the eyes aren't, you know, big round black circles. They have their own little unique look to them, and you get a base, a big thick base, because it's a light to stand on. Now, I don't know how much light this is going to give out. You, you're probably not going to want to use it as your uh, nightstand light to read your DC Comics by, um, but it is a, co- a cool little uh, character light that, you know, it puts that little extra special touch in a collector's room especially kids room if they like harley quinn big fan of harley quinn um but like i said expect that one to hit in september unfortunately that's about all the dc toys news that's available this week like i said it's been a super slow week um if you haven't uh check out our dccollectors.com website every week usually on saturdays around nine o'clock a.m eastern time we release a spotlight collection. Uh, this week we did the collection of Mark Reinhardt. And if you haven't seen it, go check it out. DCCollectors.com. Go check it out right now. This guy has got a fantastic Batman collection. Not the biggest Batman collection I've ever seen, but quite large and really has some really cool things in there. Now he has some pics of uh, Detective Comics 27. If that's not a reprint... Well, I know it's it's not the it's not the actual um, legit DC Comics. Uh, I mean, Detective Comics twenty seven. There's a little emblem DC like gold stamp at the bottom of it. So I'm assuming that's probably like a reprint. But the Batman number one, 
does not look like a reprint. It looks like legit from everything I remember. So those are some seriously cool um, Batman comics that he has. And of course, he has a little bit of everything Batman related in his collection. So go over there, give it a look. Uh, it's a nice little thing. If you're interested in becoming or having your DC stuff uh, showcased on the site, just uh, check out dccollectors.com and visit the Contact Us page where you can uh, fill out a little form, shoot it to me. I'll check it out. I'll get with you. We'll you know, go through the little interview process, take pictures of your uh, stuff, and we'll throw it up on the website to let others look at your DC collection. Um, doesn't matter how small or how big. Uh, just, you know, if you're interested reach out. Definitely, we will make room on the site. Remember, that's every Saturday that we do that. Okay, so like I said, that's it for the DC Toy News. It's just a slow week this week, so hopefully next week we'll get a little busier, but since we since we don't have that much to talk about in the toy realm, let's go head on over into our comic book review. Now, I read a little more this week than I did last week. So, the top DC comics that you'll want to pick up to this week will come from this list. I read Catwoman number two. I read Hawkman number three. Plastic Man number three. Um, I can't even talk. Suicide Squad number 45. Superman two. And The Flash number 52. Now, whoo. It's going to be a hard choice. This was a stellar week because you got Brian Michael Bendis on Superman. Excellent book. Uh, Gail Simone on Plastic Man. Another excellent book. Uh, you got the start of a new um, Aquaman um, Atlantis crossover uh, that, that starts in Suicide Squad. That looks to be absolutely good. It's called Sink Atlantis. Um, it was pretty interesting. Um, and then you got uh, Catwoman number two, which the first issue just garnered rave reviews. So this one was a little tough, I will admit. And really, you know, it came down to Suicide Squad, Plastic Man, Superman. And The Flash. Now, I'll say this. A good story to me has good pacing, art-wise, story-wise, altogether. I mean, it just has good pacing and doesn't leave you with dull moments in between anything. Everything works really well. Brian Michael Bendis, woo, he usually paces those stories really well, along with the artists that go with him. Um, but, with that said, I'm sorry... Brian Michael Bendis. Superman number two was good and it was a great read. The Flash 52 had better pacing, was a, you know, gave us a better story than Superman number two. Suicide Squad number 45 was the start of the Sink Atlantis storyline, which means, which has Mera as king of Atlantis and she brings Atlantis up out of the water. And, of course, the United States doesn't like that because it's right off our coast. So they send in the Suicide Squad to sink it. 
And uh, that was a really good book. But the winner this week goes to Plastic Man number three. You know, Gail Simone does just a fantabulous job every time she writes a book. Now, not only did did she write a great book, but the art by, uh, I'm going to butcher this name, Adriana Mello. I hope that's right. That was great, too. Super, super great art. Um, of course, and you can't beat the cover, which is by Alex Ross. So you can't beat that. But it continues the story that she started in, in issue one. And uh, for some reason, I just love Gail Simone's writing. Uh, she, it's funny. Of course, I like my comics funny some, most of the time. That's why my favorite stuff is Justice League International. Um, so Gil Simone kind of hits that, that, uh, mark with me and plastic man. Number three had good pacing and just turns and, and hit, hit all the right spots for me. So if you only read one DC comics this week, I highly suggest go pick up plastic man. Number three, it's a great book. Um, it's not a one and done. It's a continuation, but still a very very good book highly recommend you go pick that one up so uh let's head up to the movie news it was announced that dc um or warner brothers is working on a supergirl feature film (sighs) i really hope they go through with it you know it's getting to the point where i'm i'm just kind of tired of dc unofficially officially announcing announcing movies that they're working on but they don't really officially announce it you know they get the trades get all this different information uh the hollywood reporter deadline variety whoever and they release this news but it's not you know unless i see a, a press release from warner brothers i have to take all of it with a grain of salt even though these three trades are good at what they do and always report or 99% of the time report solid info. I'm just not going to believe it until I see it until I see that. Oh, so-and-so has been signed to play Supergirl for the upcoming Supergirl movie. Ah, you know that then I'll believe it. Now, do they need Supergirl in, in the DCEU? Absolutely. I'm fully for it. Does it need to believe, does it need to be Melissa Benoist from the Supergirl TV show? No, no, not at all. She's fine where she is in the DC TV universe. Leave her be. Let's go for somebody new. Don't you didn't do it for Grant Gustin. You chose Ezra Miller. Let's do the same thing for Supergirl. Get somebody new for the thing. Uh, a lot of people saying, "Well, how does Superman play into this?" Well, I don't know. Does he need a? Does he really need to cameo in this? If it's in universe, if it's in the DCEU universe, probably so. He probably needs to make an appearance in the in the movie. Uh, I would think uh, at the end, at the beginning, somewhere in there, just to say, "Hey, I'm Henry, not Henry Cavill. I'm sorry, I'm Clark Kent. I'm I'm your cousin." Um, just to get just just to tie things together, I think. Uh, but. I am intrigued by a Supergirl movie. Uh, I'm hoping that 
the costume is is, is sort of like Henry Cavill's Superman costume. The same texture, same colors. Uh, I mean, it would have to be if if it's in universe. And I think even Man of Steel sort of left that door open for Supergirl. If you remember when Clark first gets on the ship and he, and there, one of the pods is open, could that be Supergirl? Uh, who knows? She could have been in stasis for a very, very, very long time. But that would make Supergirl like Kal-El's you know, ancient cousin or something which you know if if they change that up for the for the movie I don't care you know this is the DCEU uh do what you want it's a new version I don't care other news uh it looks like DC Comics is looking to or Warner Brothers is looking to cast a biracial black canary again no problem with that look they they took Will Smith who was a white character and made him a black character in Suicide Squad. No problem with that. This is DCEU, you know? Things change. Things don't have to be just like they are in the comics. I can deal with that. I'm a big boy. Uh, same thing with um, in The Man of Steel with uh, Chief, uh, I mean, Perry White. Not a white guy. I don't care. As long as it's a good story. Bring me a good story. Sorry, had to drink a little coffee there for my throat. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm interested in it. You know, with this announcement, also they announced the villain was going to be um, Black Mask. I think I'm more excited about that than I am anything else about this movie. Just to see Black Mask on screen. Um, now, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm excited to see Black Canary. I want to see. Uh, Harley Quinn come back because Margot Robbie did it to me, did an excellent job as Harley Quinn. I mean, just crazy. Uh, so I'm, I'm super excited about that, that bit of news. Of course, the Matt Reeves news this week, which is sort of no news, but apparently turned into big news, which is that he's working on a script and Ben Affleck is, in still involved in some capacity what that capacity is we don't know we may never know but i'm still excited about it um i thought ben affleck was just a fantastic looking batman i thought he made a good bruce wayne in batman versus superman dawn of justice justice league ah, that was just a crap storm and they really dropped the ball on a lot of the character building that they did in Batman versus Superman. So, whoo boy, let's just let Matt Reeves sort it out. I think you take Justice League back, put it back, put it put it on the shelf. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even be mad if they said, okay, we're uh, yeah, Justice League never existed. In this continuity. We're going to pretend like that never happened. And that would be fine with me. Warner Brothers problem was. They thought Marvel. Was getting too far ahead in the race. So they said. Oh, okay we can stop this. We'll just release Justice League. No. You need to release these solo films first. Build 
the universe before uniting the universe. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that we do get a sequel to justice league. Not now, maybe five, six years from now, let Aquaman get two films under his belt. Let wonder woman, 1984 come out. Let the flash get his own film. Let this birds of prey movie come out. Let, um, Matt Reeves get a movie or two under his belt. Let's see Cyborg with a with a solo movie. Uh let's Jeff John's Green Lantern Corp. Let's let's get this out. Supergirl, get it out. Un, uh Man of Steel sequel must have. We have to have it. Then let's let's bring on the dark side and the bad bad dude who has to unite the entire DCEU to fight it to fight him off. That would be an awesome, awesome, awesome move by Warner Brothers. And a smart move, if they're thinking correctly. All right, that's it for this week. Uh, like I said, if you have any questions or comments, you can always find us at, or you can find me at dccollectors.com. Facebook, we are at, I am at facebook.com slash dccollectors. Instagram slash dccollectors, at dccollectors on Twitter. And... Of course, I'm I'm going to start uploading the podcast to YouTube so you can check it out. Unfortunately, no video, just a, uh, a static image there uh, for the time being. And it looks like we are starting to, to get on some of the, the podcast uh, links as well, like Google Play, some others. Still working on iTunes. Uh, we're on Stitcher now. Uh, several other little uh, podcast uh, feeds. So... Hopefully we will be available or I will be available everywhere. Uh, may be interested in a, in a co-host from time to time. So if you are interested in that, please reach out, talk to me. Maybe we can go back and forth about DC toys. Unfortunately, I wish we had more news this week about DC toys, but we didn't. All we had was a handful of things. So maybe that will change next week. So it's a little bit shorter podcast. I want to try to keep it in the 45 minute range, but this one looks like it's going to be in the 35 minute range. So that will do it for this week. See you next week on the DC Collectors Radio.